Good morning and welcome to the Try Lawyer Podcast. I'm Casey Arbenz. I'm thrilled to be here today. We're on a roll here. I think this is now our fourth or fifth podcast. And uh, it's been really a pleasure to, to talk and to, um, you know, express my gratitude uh, to my family and um, to my coworkers and, and really to, to internalize and consider the impact that those things, my work, my family, um, they have on my, my desire to be a, uh, an age group triathlete uh, with, with, you know, fairly significant goals in terms of what I'd like to accomplish in triathlon. I'm certainly, <laughs> certainly addicted to it. Um, I like to start these shows off with a little um, playback of, of recent workouts. Uh, I've got, today's my two month, two month, I guess, um, I've got two months until the start of Ironman Coeur d'Alene, which will be my, I believe my next race, June 27th. And so today is April 27th and I've got two months to get it together. Uh, I think I'm, I'm basically kind of ready. So I hope I'm not peaking early. The one thing I need to do is uh, continue to you know, get longer rides um, and also uh, longer runs. But this past weekend, on Saturday, I woke up and did a little over four-hour uh, trainer ride. Pushed it pretty good. Did interval sets. I think I did six intervals of 15 minutes, um, basically at race pace, which for me is probably around 210, 215 watts, uh, with five-minute recovery in zone one. You know, barely pushing anything, and then I, the, I finished off the rest of the. the ride with just zone one easy cruising um so i got a little four hours so that was good felt felt good felt strong but you know four hours on a trainer is a long time i watched i finished up jack ryan which was great i passed the time uh, and then i think I, I started something else i can't remember what and then i uh, i think it's game of thrones i'm kind of bouncing back to the beginning of i've seen season one a, a million times of game of thrones one of my favorite shows uh, and it's the perfect show jack ryan is great tom clancy you know high action anything with action really carries me through on the trainer um, so i finished jack ryan and then actually I, I know what i did i started a little bit of season two of jack ryan which is which is good it's not as good as uh, season one but it's good and then finished that up and then sunday we went out saturday night uh, to a friend's friend's house. It was kind of a father and son birthday party with some of our best friends. And we uh, had a great time. I managed to lay off the, the booze for the most part, had a couple beers, um, but was already, you know, I started thinking about my next morning and the desire to get up early and knock that out and feel good. So I scaled back on, on any, on any heavy boozing and uh, probably overdid it on food <laughs> more than anything. Um, and then uh, as we were leaving, the, the hosts volunteered to, to watch our kids for the night, which is a pretty rare occurrence that we don't have at least one kid uh, in the house. Sometimes my son, Fletcher, likes to spend Fridays with his uh, grandma. We call her Yaya, uh, which is a, a Greek thing for my her husband. <laughs> my father-in-law is Greek, and so uh, the grandparents are, are Yaya and Papu. So anyway, Fletch stayed with his, stays with his Yaya on Friday nights quite a bit. But on uh, Saturday night, we had both kids stay over at their friend's house. And so my wife and I 
Annie, we had a, a night off, which is, like I say, pretty rare. And so, um, woke, you know, the alarm went off, I think about six on Sunday, decided to, to not get out of bed right away, enjoy the morning, um, since we didn't have kids. And so I ended up, I was also pretty sore from the ride. So ended up pushing the, um, the run until later in the afternoon, but did, I did a little over, I think I did about 11 miles. I did it on the treadmill. It was, the weather wasn't great and I don't really like running long on the treadmill, but I, I watched Game of Thrones. I watched some golf. I watched some baseball and that passed the time and I did kind of something similar. I, I'm in my workout, my plan, I'm doing these intervals. So I did four 15 minute blocks at about an eight minute pace, which I hope is my race pace at Ironman Coeur d'Alene. So did that. And then yesterday I swam in the morning. It stinks. I have, so I belong to the YMCA in Gig Harbor and I love the Y. I love all things Y, but the, with COVID it's been, it's been a problem for swimming. They were shut down for about six months back in late 2020, which wasn't that big of a deal. There were no races, but I, I did miss swimming. And then they, as we, we're able to move into what we're calling here in Washington phase three. Uh, well, in phase two, we were able to set appointments to, to swim for 45 minutes. And so, and we had about a two week window to do it. So that was actually pretty good. Uh, I would schedule, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 6 a.m. And I could feel confident that I'd have a lane or half a lane. And that was taken care of. I put it on my work calendar so I, you know, I wouldn't forget it. Um, but then we moved to phase three, which was great. And the pool opened back up to normalcy where you didn't even need a reservation. You could just show up. And so I was swimming and then we rolled back to phase two, which is a shame. And then, and the Y is now only giving us like a two day window to book up our, our swim lanes. So I was pretty frustrated because I, I got on there on Sunday, on, on Sunday to try to schedule a Monday morning swim at six. And I couldn't get a six. I could only get a, a 5 a.m. or like an 11 a.m. And I had obviously have to work. So, ugh, I bit the bullet, did the 5 a.m., which meant I had to get my butt out of bed at 4.30 on a Monday, which is brutal, especially, you know, one where you know, I, I didn't overdo it on, on booze, but I do tend to overdo it on food. And it's something I probably want to talk about on one of the future podcasts. I heard um, Coach Judd. Uh, John on uh, the, um, not on the Legends of Triathlon podcast, but on uh, I Am Talk, which is one of my favorites, um, Coach John Newsom was talking about how he eats and overeats, and usually it's in the middle of his overeating that he thinks, well, I can do this because, you know, I'm training, I've got a race coming up, and, and that's totally how I am. I just start eating, and it tastes so good, and I just keep going uh, with, <laughs> with no governor. So, um, Monday morning swam, uh, yesterday. And then, so that was yesterday. I did also a little hour long, uh, bike ride, mostly zone two, which is about 185, 190 Watts for me, uh, for about an, for an hour. So it was good. And then, uh, this morning got up and ran a little over seven miles, did a good, had a good run. It was on the treadmill at my house, but it was, uh, like a 10 minute warm up, And then I did four eight minute blocks at about a seven minute pace, maybe a little under about 650 uh, for those. So seven miles and uh, feel pretty good. 
I'm drinking my, my shake right now, which is my protein shake. It has a bunch of other amino acids and stuff that help with recovery. So I'm uh, feeling good about my, my workouts and uh, looking forward to this week and this weekend uh, as I approach the final countdown to, uh, to Coeur d'Alene, which I'm, I'm just pumped about. I've got lofty goals. I'm, I'm going to say it just because I don't think I can go back. I, I really want to break 10 hours. I don't know if it's in my, uh, you know, I, you try not to say you can't do it, but I did a 10:22 at Arizona, which is an easier course, and I was in pretty good shape. So, whether I can improve that much um, on a course like Coeur d'Alene is unknown to me, but certainly given it everything I got to get there. Um, so, uh, I got exciting news in my work front. Uh, my firm is we're growing so fast, and we have, you know, Puget Law Group's the firm I work for. I'm an owner of, but we're doing something that a lot of law firms don't do. I think probably very few firms actually do do, which is branching off different areas of practice and, and essentially creating separate uh, entities that, that handle certain areas of the law. And it's, they're headed, each entity is headed by a, you know, a, a bona fide professional in that area of practice. Um, so we've got 1-800-BEAT-DUI. Um, we own that phone number and we do our DUI practice and advertise our DUI practice uh, on Beat DUI, put a lot of marketing efforts into that. We also do um, a, a, a law firm called Ticket Daddy, which is for helping people with, with speeding tickets and that sort of thing. And uh, we're going to create a third practice uh, area, a third entity, a third firm, essentially, that, that I'm going to be leading. Uh, and it really gets to my passion, which is uh, personal injury law helping people who've been injured by the you know, negligence or recklessness of, of others, car wrecks, medical malpractice, uh, serious injuries, trucking accidents, bicycling accidents, pedestrian accidents, that sort of thing. I, I've really enjoyed doing that for about 10 years. It's always been about half of my practice. The other half has been mostly serious criminal defense, which is what Puget Law Group uh, really handles, which is the felony felony stuff, but I'm, I'm interested in personal injury work and I'm phasing out my, uh, my, my personal criminal and DUI practice to focus my efforts on personal injury law to grow that area of our firm. And we just invested heavily in, in another business group uh, that, that we we're also using for our criminal practice to really make um, that area of our practice uh, a significant portion of it. And we've got a name. It's the Cascade Justice Center, um, which I think is a great name. We were, we were originally going to be the Pacific Justice Center, which is a great name, except there's a Pacific Justice Institute in California that does sort of conservative political political action group uh, type work. And they've been deemed a hate group <laughs> by a couple of groups out there. I don't know, Southern Poverty Law Center named them a hate group. And so when we named we created the firm, uh, Pacific Justice Center, and got a website, started, uh, you know, working on that. And then when you'd search us, you'd see the, you know, the Pacific Justice Institute would pop up and you'd see that it's a hate group, uh, at least as identified by these other groups. And so we thought that's a little too much confusion. We don't want to be associated, of course, with any hate groups. And so we, we've changed the name, Cascade Justice Center, which is a great name, and we're really getting it set up uh, and that'll be what I'll be focusing on here going forward. I'm, I'm extremely excited about it. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of networking. I'm going to travel all over the country meeting with other lawyers, other personal injury lawyers, 
uh, in our business group to really grow that practice. And uh, I just, I couldn't be more excited about it. So that'll be more uh, information to come. And of course, if you uh, or a loved one is, you know, facing any legal issue in any of those areas of law, you know, charged with a serious felony, um, that's, that's Puget Law Group. If you're, you know, someone you know gets it, perhaps a DUI, uh, give us a call 800-BEAT-DUI, and then uh, Ticket Daddy handles our, our speeding tickets and that sort of thing. Um, and then I'll be doing, uh, through the Cascade Justice Center, any any personal injury action. Um, and then, I, like I said, just it's my passion and really love working with people, and in particular, people who are active, people who listen to podcasts like this, who are into triathlon, uh, endurance sports, Ironman, marathons. If, if you're injured, you know, you know how, you know, whether you're injured or not, you know that your body is your greatest asset, um, you know, your greatest physical asset. And, and it, if you're injured by someone else, I mean, it can really, really af- uh, affect your life negatively. And so those are my favorite clients, even though I feel terrible for what happened to them, but helping them obtain some manner of justice after an injury uh, is really great. So that's what I'll be focusing on here over the next couple of years, and I, I couldn't be more excited about it. So uh, today I wanted to talk a little bit about balance and just with that new business venture and Ironman training and trying to be, you know, a very giving um, father and, and husband. Uh, it really is a stretch. <laughs> Last night um, I got, you know, I started my day at, at 4.30, swam, went to the office, you know, had a, had a great day at work, got my bike ride in. Uh, but I'm coaching my son's, or my, not my son's, my daughter's t-ball team. And so her practices start at 4.30. And anybody who's been the coach knows that you can't just, you know, you can't just show up to t-ball and expect to have a, a productive practice. You got you to gotta plan ahead a little. And you got to get there a little early. Um, and you got you to gotta have a plan. And you really got to be, you know, <laughs> able to sort of herd the cats in a way that keeps the game fun for everybody and also you know lets the parents who probably outnumber the kids in many ways know that they're getting their money's worth and and it's it's kind of a funny thing I'm not sure I wouldn't call it a frustration but you know you've got you've got a lot of parents watching you got almost two parents for every one kid that come to these practices and you're sort of on stage when you're coaching and you want to you want to do a good job for the parents as much as for the kids and so, um, so anyway, I, I, you know, I, I rush out of the office, like, you know, I'm on the phone, I've got a, a colleague visiting and hustle to my house to pick up my daughter. And my son also has a game, but at another field and my mother-in-law, God bless her, is taking care of that to get him to the game. And so I get my daughter, uh, dressed with some help from my mother-in-law, get her in the car, get all the gear, hustle over to the field. You know, I've got a, about a, half a mile, well, not that far, quarter mile walk from my car to the, to the field, carrying all this stuff. You know, kids are already there. Parents are waiting on me. Uh, get the bases set up, get the tee out, get the kids huddled up. Um, have a great practice, uh, which was great. Uh, although, you know, at t-ball stage, it's so funny. They're five and six years old. It's, uh, and you want it to be fun, right? You don't want to be a demanding coach by any means. Um, but, and the kids really, you know, half of them are, are happy picking the grass and putting in each other's hats, uh, which we had a lot of yesterday. 
Um, but, it, but it made for a, a, a fast, fun practice. And then I uh, took my daughter and her friend over to the Little League field to watch my son play. He got three hits. Couldn't be more proud of him. Last game, game on uh, last week, he, he struck out all three times and had to, he hit, you hit off the tee. He's in coach pitch. So the coaches pitch, and um, if you, you get five chances, and if you, if you can't hit it, and if uh, in five pitches you can hit off the tee. So he, he had three of those where he couldn't hit it, and uh, I know he was a little disappointed. He's only six. And, uh, but last night he got three hits off the coach, so that was cool, and uh, actually got to first safely all three times. Um, so that was fun. And uh, then we, uh, my wife and I, we, so it was, let's see, about 6.30 when we were all done and we were both, you know, tired and hungry, um, but we also wanted to celebrate the, the achievement of our son getting his hits. And so we headed up to Round Table Pizza where we, uh, where we, I absolutely pigged out, um, had a couple beers, uh, large pizza, some salad, uh, kids had a great time playing in the arcade and um, made made a great day of it, but you know, by the time we got to bed, by nine thirty or so, uh, we were both just absolutely gassed. And I, I I always fall that you know before I fall asleep, I always try to sort of reset the day. And um, you know, I, I I've read different social media posts and that sort of thing. And one that's struck with stuck with me lately is about counting your blessings. You know, we all we count our count our calories, we count how much money we have in the bank, you know, we count um, our steps every day, I count how many miles I swim, bike, and run every week, but we don't spend enough time counting our blessings, and so I always try to just, you know, recall the, the high points of the day and the lessons learned and just how thankful I am to have a loving wife who, who puts up with, with me and my training and all my business ideas, um, who's a successful lawyer in her own, in her own light, who also gets up early and, you know, she makes my kids lunch every day and she picks them up from school. She takes them to school. She sacrifices her, her, uh, goals and her work, but she still works out every day. Um, she's, you know, super mom. And so I've got her and we've got this team approach to our marriage. That's, that's awesome. And then I've got these two beautiful children who, think everything I say is funny and love smiling and being with dad. And, uh, it's, it's really special. And then we've got our, you know, parents, uh, who, who are great, both of us and, um, got all this support and it's just, you know, it's, it's worth counting blessings. And so I'm, I faded off to sleep last night, uh, probably about nine thirty, nine forty. uh, after, after counting those blessings and, and thinking about what a, what a crazy day Monday was, but only excited to wake up Tuesday and, um, you know, get on the treadmill before anybody else is awake. And then uh, I drove both my kids to school today, got to the office a little later than normal, uh, but I've had a really productive morning so far and I'm here doing this podcast. And, and it's just, it's just really special to be able to do all these things um, and just keep moving. What do they say? You know, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. It's really lessons to live by. Busier you are, the more you can accomplish, and uh, it, it's it's pretty cool. So um, anyway, I've got two months until my big race in Coeur d'Alene, and I am just pumped about that. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to wake up, I'm going to swim, and, and then I'm going to do a 90 minute recovery ride. And then on Thursday I'm going to 
uh, run in the morning, probably another, actually a little less, about four to five miles. I think I got a, a maybe a 60-minute zone two run with five-minute zone one on both ends, the front and the back. So that'll be um, pretty easy. And then I'll do a hard, a 90-minute hard bike ride on Thursday afternoon, definitely a, what I'd call a key session. And then Friday, just a swim day, just a good swim. I'll try to do a 1,000 meter time, time trial, or 1,000 yards actually, my goal, uh, on Friday, assuming I can get a lane. And then uh, do the big long stuff on uh, Saturday and Sunday, which I'll tell you about at the next podcast. So uh, a lot going on, a lot of balance, lots to be happy for, a tremendous amount to be thankful for. Uh, and I'm, I'm truly blessed. So um, this has been another episode of the Trial Lawyer Podcast. I'm Casey Arbenz with now with Puget Law Group and uh, the Cascade Justice Center primarily. And we also have 1-800-BEAT-DUI and uh, Ticket Daddy. So uh, I'm, I'm really blessed and really thankful. And thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day.